Hey everybody, welcome to Making Music with Jake Haas, the podcast all about the creative process of writing and recording music. So as this long year wraps up, I'm sharing my favorite albums from 2020. There were a lot of great records that came out, and honestly, I had a hard time narrowing it down to just 10, but I did, and I'm about to share them. But before I do that, let me share my honorable mentions. These are albums I enjoyed listening to, but for one reason or another, didn't quite make the top 10 list for me. So, so here they are, honorable mentions. The Neon Skylight by Andy Schauf, Cutting Grass Volume 1 by Sturgill Simpson, Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers, The Slow Rush by Tame Apala, Ohms by Deftones, Love is the King by Jeff Tweedy, Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple, The Loves of Your Life by Hamilton Lighthouser, Ultramano by Idols, Serpentine Prison by Matt Berenger. So with that said, let's jump right in and count down my top 10 albums of the year. Number 10. Reunions by Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. This is the seventh album by the Nashville-based veteran singer-songwriter, and he's as sharp as ever with his craft. This introspective collection of songs deals with heavy topics like death, torn relationships, racism, and changing times. The production is fairly straight-ahead rootsy folk rock with his backing band, The 400 Unit, with maybe a little more emphasis on the lead guitar than usual, but it also serves to complement his echoey, raspy voice well, giving the whole album a haunted, ghostly feel. It's great to hear someone keeping up the tradition of crafting heartfelt songs in a fresh way. He's again proven why he's one of the top songwriters of our generation. Here's Dreamsicle. I guess we're leaving town again. We're moving out and moving in. Gotta break the news to all my friends, but they won't care. They'll just find another face to fall behind and take my place. And run way up past second base and just stand there. And Dreamsicle on a summer night in Number 9 Song for Our Daughter by Laura Marling Laura is a British singer-songwriter I've casually followed for many years. This is her seventh album and a very solid collection of songs. I love the pretty tone of her voice and the great melodies she sings. Her lyrics are very deep and personal, often dealing with heartbreak, strong emotions, and raw storytelling. In many ways, she reminds me of a modern version of Joni Mitchell or occasionally Nick Drake. The production is pretty stripped down, mostly based on acoustic guitar with bass drums and subtle lead guitar parts and occasionally strings and piano. But the production doesn't really need much to it because the songs stand well on their own. It has a classic rock kind of vibe to it. Here's Held Down. I woke up, it was four in the morning, clear as all hell that you'd already gone.
Number eight. Earth by EOB. This is the debut solo album of Radiohead guitarist Ed O'Brien. While most of the members of his band have done multiple solo albums at this point, it's finally his turn and the results are great. He typically sings backing vocals, so it's nice to finally hear him in the lead vocalist role. He sounds confident mixing some of the experimental elements of Radiohead with approachable songwriting and production. This album is many years in the making, partially inspired by a year that he and his family lived in Brazil and experienced the blended music and culture available there. The songs often morph genres, like on Brazil, where the first half of the song begins with folk guitar picking, then transitions into a mellow EDM trance with subtle synthesizers. Other songs bring in the rock a bit more. It's an adventurous record and a fun journey to listen to. Here's Shangri-La. Number seven, Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. This is the fourth album by the Nashville-based singer-songwriter, and it's a very solid release. His sound teeters somewhere between country, blues, roots rock, and pop, but at the center of it all is his raspy, soulful voice. It's filled with power and emotion, giving the songs a lot of added weight and depth to them. The production is very slick and crisp with great punchy drums and full clear tones with all the instruments. Normally it would be a little too polished for my taste and mainstream sounding, but it really works here. I think I've respected his music for a while, but this is probably the first time I've really listened and connected with it and thoroughly enjoyed it. Here's Devil Always Made Me Think Twice. Take a little smoke in the evening. Take a little whiskey on Never get behind, my mind. It's just the kind of things I like. 
Number six. Shore by Fleet Foxes. They have been one of my favorite bands for many years, and this fourth album was a welcome, refreshing release after being somewhat disappointed by the last one from a few years ago. The songs bring back the strong melodies and optimism of their earlier sound, along with the thick harmonies and textural instrumentation that accompanies singer Robin Pecknell's distinct voice. True to the album artwork and title, this music carries an organic quality as if they are providing some sort of soundtrack to nature and outdoor adventure. And despite much of the album being recorded during the pandemic, it feels bright and warm, making it a very nice and pleasant listen. Here's Can I Believe You. Number five, Ceremony by Fantagram. This is the fourth album by this electronica duo, and they sound as strong and confident as ever. The production is top-notch with solid, interesting beats and plenty of twists and turns with the instrumentation, including fluid bass lines, catchy guitar riffs, atmospheric synths, and punchy brass hits. The songs are very catchy and memorable, occasionally sounding funky and upbeat, but other times carrying a little edge and attitude. In some ways, their sound is occasionally reminiscent of Portishead, but maybe sped up twice as fast and less depressing, if that makes any sense. It's a great album from start to finish, maybe their best. So it's a joy to hear a group like this at the top of their game and making great music. Here's In a Spiral. Number four, 
and It's Still Alright by Nathaniel Rateliff. Despite Nathaniel having performed for many years and hearing his name mentioned many times, this artist is a new discovery for me this year. I finally gave him a chance and I'm glad I did because this album is fantastic. This marks his sixth album release and his seasoned ability as a songwriter shows. He has a great twangy folk rock sound with a little bit of old-timey twist, similar in style to Father John Misty or Fleet Foxes. I love how soulful his voice sounds. It's moving and even inspirational at times. The songs are equally impactful with a strong passion behind the melody and lyrics. Here's the title track, and it's still all right. Ain't all right the hardness of my head Now close your eyes, spin around, say part time you could find, but ain't the way that you want. But it's still all right. Late at night, you lay around on the rim. Counting all the lines, it's so funny now. Say, times are hard to get this far, but it ain't the way that you want. I'll be damned if this old man don't start to count his losses. But it's still alright. How to scorch and burn Only have to bury your friends And then you find it gets worse Standing out on a ledge With no way to get down Start praying for wings to grow Oh baby, just let go Number three. Song Machine Volume 1, Strange Times by Gorillaz. This is the seventh album released by this eclectic hip-hop project in their 20-plus years of existence. If you're unacquainted with Gorillaz, they consider themselves a virtual band, meaning that the members are portrayed as cartoons in their videos and interviews. You don't usually see the humans behind the music, except when they are performing live, but even then the cartoons are featured heavily on giant screens. The sole core member of the band is Damon Albarn, who is famous for being the singer of the rock band Blur. Over the years, he has frequently collaborated with other artists to create the songs for Gorillaz, but this time he's taken it a step further and made every single song a collaboration released each month as separate episodes in a web series. Some of them even feature big names like Elton John, Beck, and Robert Smith from The Cure. This album collects all the songs from the first season of the series. There are a lot of fun tracks in this collection featuring great eclectic production with somewhat of a funky 80s dance influence. Great music for a party. But at the core, what really makes it work are the excellent melodies and songwriting. Here's The Valley of the Pagans featuring Beck. Welcome to the land of the permanent sun With the flowers are melted and the future is fun The freeway lizards are my feelings so good On one way trip
Number two. Bury the Moon by Asgar. This is the third album by this Icelandic singer-songwriter whose full name is Asgar Trausti, but he just goes by his first name as a performer. My friend showed me his music a few years ago and I've been a fan since. His style is a blend of folk and electronica with subtle additions of piano, horns, and strings. He often sings in a high falsetto voice, which gives his music a gentle feel, but the music takes plenty of surprising twists and turns. His sound reminds me of a combination of Bon Iver, David Gray, and James Blake. I love the way it all blends together and supports his solid songwriting. The melodies are strong and super catchy. In addition to the English version of this album, he also has a version available where the lyrics are in Icelandic. It's a great album from start to finish, and I found myself coming back to it over and over throughout the year. Here's Breathe. Shivering stars drift around in the sky I like calm under their watchful eyes In my heart I can feel it and why wherever I go I'll find my way home That wherever I go I'll find my way Number one. Ten Songs by Travis. Travis is a Scottish band I first discovered when I was in high school and saw them on tour in the year 2000 when they opened for Oasis in Seattle. They were supporting the album The Man Who, which was starting to gain some traction in the U.S. and help pave the way for bands like Coldplay. I became an instant fan and that album remains one of my all-time favorites to this day. Over the years, they've declined in popularity They've continued to release albums, but none of them have quite reached the quality and magic they had with The Man Who. But here they are, 30 years later into their existence as a band, releasing their ninth album, which I think is among their best work. I think they really stepped up their game and tried harder than they have in a long time to make something special. What really makes it shine for me is the songwriting. 
The melodies are catchy with nice rises and falls and repetitions with a few unexpected twists. The lyrics are characteristically melancholy, but with a sense of optimism. The songs are concise and get to the point, which I really like. This album is mellow and relaxing for the most part, mostly due to Fran Healy's smooth voice and fairly straight-ahead production. It all sounds very effortless, even though I'm sure they labored immensely to hone in on these well-crafted songs. It's an album that holds up to repeated listen, and I kept coming back to it and enjoying it more and more with each listen. Here's A Ghost. Line by line we drew it up Had our feeling, threw it up Broke the wheel and tore it up I can't even say why All my past is sure enough Even on my door won't stop Good life so I made it up And I can't even say why I can't even say Well, that's our show this week. Visit the podcast section of my website, jcos.com, for a link to a Spotify playlist with all these songs, as well as more of my favorite songs and albums from 2020. Also, visit my new stock music website, archesaudio.com, if you're interested in using my original music for your podcast or video projects. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.